Welcome back to Dance Rhetoric Podcast with Romonica's Jam. I hope you're having an amazing 2020 with the tools you need to create a life of longevity. We have a fabulous guest today, Miss Demita Joe Freeman, the original queen diva of Soul Train. You Soul Train fans out there, this episode is especially for you. If you're unfamiliar with her work, she shared the stage with James Brown, Diana Ross, Lionel Richie, Shirley MacLaine, Cher, and Queen Elizabeth of England. I mean, the list goes on. It's going to be such a great time to unwind and go down memory lane with Miss Demita Joe Freeman. Stay tuned. Hello to the world. Oh, I'm so happy to have you with me today. Um, how we met was uh, in, last October I came to your event here where we're at. Lula, in Little Washington. Yes. yes. And I got soul all train. the Soul Train yes. people together. And so we yes. did like a little panel telling people the real story, our story, our history about being on Soul Train. So each one kind of put in how they got there, why they got there, what was uh, Don Canius really about and all that. And so I told a bit about how I got on and I was with uh, Don Campbell and he was a, a, um, a dancer, but they, everybody called him the father of Campbell Locke, you know, which shout out to him because yes. he got a street named yes. after him, Don Campbell. Campbell Locke. Yes, right. That's right. So I am so happy because I, because I know the trials and tribulations he had to go through, you know, and to be honored like that, yeah. you know. So and I felt it. I felt the love there, and like, and then being a part of that, and it stemmed from yes. I mean, because me, I don't care. I will be in the back row and I keep clapping. I'm a supporter, you know, because I was, I know myself that I was there. I know the trials and tribulations that you go through in order to be in this business, you know. So, therefore, it's not like I was saying earlier about American Idol, which I love, you know, but still, a lot of kids or a lot of people. They really think that, oh, she's going to win next week. Oh, man, yeah. this is the best life she's going to no. <laughs> They don't know the real deal. That's the beginning <laughs> of heck. <laughs> That's right. I was a ballerina. I was uh, 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 I started at eight uh, when I was eight years old till I was seventeen, and during that time I was with the New York City Ballet, George Balanchine. But my teacher was Irina Kosmoski, and here in L.A. they had a studio called the Lachine uh, Studio, and that was a hot uh, a hot place. I mean, you had Debbie uh, Debbie Reynolds, you had uh, Danny McKay, uh, uh, Danny. Kay, and then you had Carol Burnett, and you had Julia Prowse, you had Leslie Caron. I mean, these were top 
people. And for me, as eight years old, and I lived uh, in the off of 45th Street, off of Figaro, and you know, so it's sort of the black neighborhood. And then now I'm going to Beverly Hills, so I got like two different worlds. <laughs> so anyway, it was amazing because in my heart, I've always wanted to be in show business. Now my mother helped to surround me with uh, showbiz people. Ma the moms, they were wives of the producers, the directors, the writers, but I really didn't care too much for them. I just wanted to make my talent known. And I stayed with them, proving that I can be a ballerina. And when I had to leave, uh, well, when you hit 17, of course, the New York City people, they come down, Mr. Jo uh, George Balancing, Master George Balancing. Well, he comes down and they tell you, like, you're going to go to the Stuttgart Ballet. You're going to go to the Joffrey Ballet. You're going to go to this. So everybody's so excited. Right. You know, our lives going to get started. So when he looked at me, the first thing he said is, you're going to go to the Harlem Ballet. And I went, okay, I'm black. You just now told me out of all those years, I thought I was like with the family, but you told me I'm black. How come I'm not with the New York City Ballet? You always, for my whole life, that's all you talked about. Never one time talked about the Harlem. But I got a chance to see the Harlem Ballet at the Greek Theater, and they performed fi uh, Firefly and they, Firebird. They were gorgeous. It was a beautiful, it's what I wanted to, I yearned to be in that company. But then there was this guy who made me feel what I am. And I decided I wanted to be whatever I want to be, not what you want me to be. So therefore, I told him, I want to be a go-go dancer at the Whiskey a Go-Go. You know, with the boots. Yeah. And I want to go-go yeah. with the nose <laughs> yeah. going. I want to yeah. swim. I want to do right. it. And so all he said to me is, let go-go. You want to go-go? And I said, yes, <laughs> I want to go-go. And then he said, oh, then you want to be modern dancer. He said, my body was going to change the whole thing. But he has a friend that uh, all he can do is send me to an audition. And his, his friend was called Leonard Bernstein. He was one of the great of greatest, and he had a play called uh, Candide. So uh, he had, uh, got me an audition, and at that time I was at L.A. Uh, uh, High School. Being, uh, I was going to graduate. Told my music teacher, he prepared me for the audition, and, and so I had to actually sing. <laughs> I sang and then I danced and the next thing I know my very first job in the whole wide world was Candide, the play. So I went in that direction. But in the middle, you remember, I, it was about three weeks before I graduated, actually. Uh, that's when I met, I went to a club. My girlfriends took me to a club for a surprise, yeah. my very first club. And the club was called Maverick's Flat. Mm -hmm. And in Maverick's Flat is where I get a chance to see out of the blue a guy named Don Campbell, who was called Campbell Lock. Another guy that was named Perry Brown, they called him Sexy Brown. 
And then there's Jimmy Foster, who they call Scooby-Doo. So therefore, they're, uh, 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 I watched them dance. I love, I love the moves. I love the locking with the arms and that lock move. I love the feel. But I noticed that no woman would really dance with them. All the women that they had in the beginning, as the guys are dancing, arms are going, legs are going, you know, moving their body. And they just, you know, look what cute. Every girl stepped it back and stepped back. And so I decided to step forward. Step forward. <laughs> because I've always loved street dancing too. So therefore, I looked, I kind of looked, kept looking, and as that arm kept going, you know, my arm kept going. And then I saw them split, and I didn't want to split. So up my leg, you know, so pop my leg up. Ballerina <laughs> right, my ballerina came out, out of me. So I was the girl part of uh, the feminine side. Because uh, I didn't want to dance just like the guys. Now I can dance like the guys. But I always wanted to put some style of a woman touch in there. So therefore, um, not Campbell Locke invented the locker. So he was very good at what he was doing. Scooby-Doo, Perry Brown, me, uh, we put in our own flavor a little bit, but we enhanced his movements. So everything that we we start doing, like the handshake, you know, that was, uh, uh, we, we actually put that in and I created like the stop and go or the J, DJ guitar or the uh, J which way, which they call it now, the fluky Luke dance or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. But anyway, that's when I met a lady by the name of Pam Brown. She was the casting of a new show. And I didn't know of the show. I thought she was talking to me to come to this show. Uh, uh, not to the show, to Soul Train. So I just went, I thought it was another clue. So I said, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'll be there. And then she mentioned that, you know, you come on a Friday, it's like auditioning, and I thought that was the strangest thing to go to a cl club. In order, you gotta audition first before you go into a club. What is that? So anyway, I told Campbell, but Campbell also told me a lady came up to him. <laughs> so we were both like, okay, well we'll go together. And when we went there, we saw a Pat Davis, all these the people that were in so uh, on this show called Soul Change. But I didn't know who they were because I'm still like, you know, what is this? And so finally, Campbell and his friend, uh, uh, Eddie Dennis, said, this is Soul Train. Uh-huh, you said that. That's twice you said that. It, what, <laughs> am I supposed to get excited? He said, this is on TV. And then I got excited. Oh, I said, I said, oh, okay, all right, uh, I'm going to be on TV. So out of the gym door, a double-faced door opened up. There was a black guy and a white guy. Tom was the white guy. Don Cornelius 
What's the black guy? But as Campbell said, oh my gosh, here comes Don Cam I mean Don Cornelius. And I looked and I said, which one? <laughs> <laughs> because like I said, I've never seen so but anyway, we went on Soul Train the next day, and we won this contest that uh, Don, uh, Don Campbell, that is, Campbell, he wanted us to win. But they did a little switch, you know, you do a little bit of dance, and okay, now you are one of the 50 people that we have in a contest. Then we'll have a big contest at the end, and then we'll knock it down. I, I didn't know all that. <laughs> Y'all didn't give me all these rules. But on the second day when we went, because, you know, they do two on a Saturday and two on a Sunday. So we went to the Saturday. That was the contest day. So on a Sunday, there was this guy who was performing on the show. And his name was Joe Tex. I saw that clip. Oh, you kidding. When I said that, <laughs> y'all go on YouTube and look it up. So, but anyway. That group that you were in, I just got to pause for that group. I said, nobody group. Because I'm a big groover. Like, yeah, I love groove. Hey, break like, down. And I have posted it. I was like, this is a groove. This is the pocket that you need. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Continue. But when I was on, the, uh, of course, they do, a, um, uh, uh, they always put all the stars in different uh, places. And uh, anyway, they asked Joe Tex to, uh, we want to do a level test. So if we, we want to play a little bit of it, you know, you tell us whatever. So as he was singing, I was over to the side with my friends. And I never heard the song in my whole life. And I just started dancing, and, you know, with him. I'm not with him, but with them. <laughs> so yeah, uh, anyway, they were laughing because I was the way I was dancing and uh, everything. And then I did not know that he was watching. So right before they announced him, he, uh, he leaned over and he said, I want you to dance with me. And I went, okay. So in my head, I'm thinking, I'm on the floor. He's going to like relate, the right? And the first words that come out of his mouth is, I gotcha, bam, uh-huh, huh. So the next thing I knew, he threw his hand out. So when he threw his hand, I, th I caught it. He pulled me on the stage, and then I just knew that you never stop. If the artist doesn't stop, you don't stop. So I'm a just a dancing. I'm a going. I'm looking at him because I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> I never heard this song before. <laughs> but uh, 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 where the camera is, you see Duncan is. He popped out from his chair. He paced back and forth. He pointed to me. And kept saying off, off, off. And all I know is Joe Tex kept going, and he was relating. And so, therefore, I just said to myself, they'll do another. Uh, if, you know, if they don't want it, they'll just do another. So, anyway, we danced. And so, afterwards, Duncan was not happy, you know. So, uh, of course... The director and everybody, we clapped. That was Joe Tech's number and everything like that. And I felt bad because nobody said my name and made me feel like, you know, oh, this is crap for me. So anyway, I stood over to the side, but finally the director over the big a booming mic said, I want to congratulate Demita Joe Freeman. <laughs> And that was the first time I heard my name like that. But I ended up on Soul Train. Uh, uh, we did not 
Campbell and I, we did not win the, uh, the contest. Who won was um, this other couple who had not a clue about dancing. <laughs> but, well, it, this is where uh, politics comes in. That's when people is, go, oh, so, you know it's politics. Right, but it comes in, and so we were, uh, like Campbell said, I saw it. We were number one when I said, Okay, that's just like, you know, in a, a, a black, uh, a Miss Black America contest or Miss uh, uh, American contest, you have first runner-up. You have a winner, and then you have a first runner-up. Right. We were first. So that means somebody here is the winner. And so when they won, everybody's eyes popped up and went, who are they? <laughs> And the only way they won, going down the Soul Train line, she w she jumped on his back, and they just slowly went down the line. Wow. So she she didn't have to put her feet down at all. All he did was carry that lard and keep going. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, from then on, there you know a lot of different uh, top artists wanted me to uh, do their uh, show, put things, put uh, dance numbers together, you know, Johnny Williams for a show, for a song, what he did called Slow Motion. And so you'll see it where Pat Davis and, uh, and Gary Keyes, they did a dance of the month, so they did my slow motion. Uh, but uh, Campbell, I mean, Don Cornelius actually gave me and Scooby-Doo credit. <laughs> Right, but it was it was fun on Soul Train. But from Soul Train, I like I said, I had to go to Candide. So I uh, stayed with Candide for a month and a half. And uh, after I got to Candide, of course I wanted to run back. But who else was my loving person was Dick Clark. So I uh, for but I stayed with Dick Clark uh, since I was. 18 or 19 all the way up to his death so I have been affiliated with the Dick Clark production and doing his shows and I was called the, like the spook that sat by the door and you know people thought it was you know oh I love that choreography and stuff like that and I but uh, Disney they used to say that where did you keep her <laughs> you let her, maybe we should go in that room and get her again <laughs> So, but I got a chance to do sitcoms, Moesha, uh, um, uh, what was uh, a sister sister? You know, th uh, when yeah. sitcoms were coming out, uh, uh, Living si yeah, Single, Living, of, um, yeah, Living Single. I mean, I was just all of a sudden I was rammed up, and I got uh, I worked. I started working with Cher and Shirley MacLaine and. Uh, different plays, different artists, uh, Whitney Houston before she died. Um, I just uh, work with so many different people, I just can't even think of them. Right? Yes, but like they're elite Yes, people, but you know? the proudest thing that I did in 1984, I was with Lionel Richie, yes. and um, we did All Night Long. And this time, uh, we did it with the Olympics. So for the Olympic 84s, so, uh, 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 the ceremony in Los Angeles, of the, uh, the closing number, we had about 300 kids. All 
street song. dancing. That's on YouTube too. Yes. There's so much resources. There's no excuse. There's hip hopping. There's locking. There's breaking. There's doing the robot. I had a hundred dancers. They were ladies. They were white ladies, <laughs> and uh, they were dancing. And but uh, but I was so happy because the world didn't know about the street dancers and got a chance to look at what we looked like. And it was amazing putting it together because they were they were gangs. There was Crips. There was Bloods. And I just said, okay, we represent the United States. So there is no Crips. There is no blood. So therefore, we all agreed for a month, rehearsed it, and there we were. Of course, I got a cold. I got a cold out of it, <laughs> but still, I was like the majorette of it. But I, uh, being with uh, uh, Lionel Richie for for three years, and also being with the Commodores, and and my first, my very first job was Diana Ross. Diana Ross. She wanted me to choreograph her yes, show at Caesar Palace in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> in Vegas too. You couldn't touch me then. Yeah. Right. I, know. <laughs> I was too bad then. I know you were. And then, then um, I had the great opportunity when I was doing Cher. I auditioned for Goldie Hawn for a movie that was called Private Benjamin. So I'm thinking that, you know, I, I got the job, but I didn't get a script. So therefore, you know, when you audition, they give you this one page. Yeah. So I'm thinking, that's all I got to do. That was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go home. And then when I went home, they send me the book, oh. uh, the script of Private Benjamin. And then I go, oh, my God, it says my name through the whole thing. <laughs> So it, and I was a co-star in that they have they put me up co-star and I said oh my god I'm touching now uh, uh, acting so uh, I being in uh, get a chance uh, I got a chance to work with Shirley MacLaine which was another world because of course Shirley is connected to uh, Frank Sinatra uh, hello hello everybody. Right, even performing with her, I, I got a chance to uh, perform uh, uh, for the president, United States. At that, at that time, it was Jimmy Carter, and I was like in another world. And then, of course, we went to uh, uh, London, and we performed for the Queen. So I got a chance to meet the Queen. You know, you got a curtsy, and you got you can't speak until she speaks. So she looked at me and went, "You're a good dancer." <laughs> and I went, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I was, I was really mesmerized by her diamonds on her neck, her crown on her head. And, right. But this uh, per, uh, particular performance, all different stars, so I got a chance to meet Bob Hope. Also, my favorite, uh, you know, from uh, 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 from uh, Sesame Street, uh, Jim Henson's, you know. So I got a chance to, to see Miss Piggy, and then, of course, uh, 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 not Nurikov. No, shoot, now I can't remember. <laughs> but he's the top 
uh, uh, and I said, oh my God, I'm with him. Of course, I never left his side. He right. kept saying, Tamita, yeah, yeah. don't you want to go? No, 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 I'm fine. Yeah. Let me just put my head on your shoulder. I'm fine. <laughs> I got a chance to see prejudice. I got a chance to see loving prejudice. Ooh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> it is, it is. And I got a, a chance to be with togetherness. And for me, as a dancer, I had to incorporate that in my dance movements. You know, if you see uh, me do the handshake, or in, in the locking form. That was because in the clubs and on the streets, guys used to grab each other's hand and say, Habani Ghani. That's right. And then they would do the handshake. So I had to put that in the dancing form of it. Right. So people can know that the street dancing, all our movements really come from our environment, whatever is around. Uh, even, you know, how people used to drink. And then they would talk a little drunk, yeah, you know. Yeah. And they say, hey. So, therefore, I put drunk man in the dance movements mm -hmm. where you go to the side to side and you keep going. And I, and I said, okay, just to let my other world see the growth and the hardship of one side because I was really, really lucky by being on the black side and the white side. So, it, so I knew how to talk for the white side and I knew how to talk for the black side. But in my heart, I've always wanted to put them together. So my thing, working with Dick Clark, Dick used to say, I want some all-American dancers. So I said, okay, all-American. So for me, I will put a Japanese, a white, a black person, a, a, a Spanish person. To me, that is America. It is. And, but I knew what he meant. But uh, because I chose not only their looks, I chose their talent. So therefore, nobody could question, oh, well, she's going to get a talented person to do that. You know, I don't care what, you know, what color that person is. Right. So he learned from me that talent comes in many colors. So therefore, it's, uh, it's not just all American bandstand. This is the white American bandstand. He started putting in other things. So to me, being in this business and also uh, being able to make a connection, that's what steers me up. That that that's, puts a smile on my face. So my the idea that I open the door, I don't care if it's a small door or crack, a, a, a little splinter, but it's but you it. yes, I open it, and somebody 
went through. So that's all I need to do. Right. As a human. That's true. Right, right. Yes, right. Our human rights, right. we never talk about Right, ever. and um, see, I learned all, all those uh, elements during my mother being a school teacher, and technically the whole family is yeah. a school teacher, so I was supposed to be a school teacher. But <laughs> <laughs> and they all went to Wiley College, and they did a movie with Denzel Washington called Debate, which yeah. my, my uncle was one of the debaters at that particular time. But still learning from them uh, the dignity that they all had kept me going and wherever I was in, I always tried to keep dignity of a black person, not only just the black, but others. Inside me, I'm many colors because my family is many colors. I mean, I may look black, but inside me, I have a, a, a vast of many generations in me. So I just wanted to keep it going. And I feel that like people saw that, like listening to your journey, all these people that uh, you maybe went on stage with, right. even one James Brown. <gasps> you. He was just staring at me. I know you. He promised me. He promised me. Yeah, I said, you 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 want to dance? Uh, you gonna dance with me? When, if I go up there, and he keeps saying, Yeah, I'm gonna dance. And he just sat there and watched. And I even went on the other side of him. I said, Maybe he doesn't want to dance on this side. <laughs> so I moved on to the other side, and he just kept smiling and kept looking. And he not only just looked at my eyes, he looked at my shoes, my legs. You know, he's real big about. I mean, the whole, whole thing. So he looks at the package. So, But he is a person that has, oh, my God, history. So, therefore, I had to learn some of the history. And he didn't even know some of the stuff that I knew about that how he went to. Uh, remember how uh, Bob Hope had for the Army people, uh, USO troop? Well, he wasn't able to go. Blacks weren't, uh, you know, Bob Hope wanted to keep it with the women and, yeah. you know, and not too many blacks. So what he did, he rented a, a, a plane, put all his black people in there and purposely followed Bill, uh, uh, Bob Hope and he performed. So I, I always said that I've always, when I saw that or when I heard that, I admired that. Because he was not going to let anybody stop him. Yeah, he was an activist too. Like, he was an activist too. On a, on a big platform that he was, mm -hmm. like, the attention that he had. Mm -hmm. all, that's why he was one of, is still one of my favorite artists. Yes. Because he really took his activism seriously. Like, right. Not just on like uh, social status, like people who have money, but like really looking at the, his people. Like, right. Who are he at did. The and you know what? He really does talk like what you just said. Yes. I mean, it's not, hey, baby, how you no. doing? No. He reminds me of my dad. I'm like, this is my dad. I mean, you, you learn yeah. history. It's yes. like when I worked with Quincy Jones. Mm -hmm. I mean, to listen to his history and the people that he has met, I'm just going, wow. I wish I was old enough or young enough just to be there. I could be on a wall. I don't care. I, you know, 
so uh, you know I used to reach out like St the guy who plays St Lincoln uh, uh, Patrick no 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 not Lincoln Perry he played Step and Fetch It in Shirley Mc uh, Shirley Temple's movies so uh, and of course I see how people used to say well you know he's playing that old shuffling type guy, you know, black people are so shuffling. No, I said that he was a smart man. They don't see how smart, because the white man would say, hey boy, go over that well and bring me some water, okay? And he said, you want me to go way over there, pick up that bucket, drop it down that well, get some water, Pull that bucket up, get dip in a cup. Then I and then the white man said, "That's okay, I'll do it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved him. Yeah. He did not and never did anything what white man told him to do. He always said, "Okay, I'll just be old walks." Shuffle right on over there. It's a long way, but I'll be over there doing what you want and bring. Am I supposed to bring it back? I just loved. <laughs> and Amos and Andy. My God. Well, see, Andy was the actually was uh, uh, Amos was uh, a friend to Kingfish. Andy was a, a, a cab driver that you used to see on the TV and stuff like that. But, you know, he's, he's supposed to own his, uh, but they always focused on King, uh, uh, Kingfish. Kingfish was a black man who was an entrepreneur. He, he had his own business. Andy was his buddy. And so therefore, he always, every show, they show him how he cre created another job. So he never, but when he would see the white man, he said, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to love Hattie McDaniels because my aunt was friends with Hattie McDaniels. So I'm going like, I don't care what made you roll, you do. When, when Hattie pay, plays it, she owns it. Yes. That's what I love. Own it when we have to own it. Because in realism, I mean, there were, uh, we were with those, we had our master mm -hmm. and we had to play the games, but we had to think constantly. In order for us to stay it, stay alive, these are the things we have to do, and these are the things that white men loves to hear over and over and over. So, I mean, uh, who would have chitlins? Because white men would throw their uh, pigs. Uh, uh, after they eat everything, they would give the intestines. So who would eat that? Who would make chitlins? Black people. <laughs> And then there was greens and all that stuff. And you know, so therefore, you know, these are the things that I think of every time I create anything. I have to put in there one little something that uh, a black person would recognize or, and, and, or some, something that may slip by, but, but even white people may recognize. But that's what I do and that's what I wanna do. <laughs>
when you tell me these stories about all these people you had these connections with, I'm like, they see her energy. When, when sitting down with, with George uh, Balanchine, when he said, uh, I'm going to the Harlem Ballet, all these years, you didn't see me. He, because he was definitely in New York, and I, my scholarship was here in L.A. But my teacher, Irina Kosmoski, she saw me. And that's all that you know. Right. All you needed was to be with the people who saw you. There. And got you to where you needed to That's go. right. And beyond. And because he did not, he said in the Harlem, and because I rejected it, I went into, I took my learning, my training, and moved it on to the street dancing style. And then from the street dancing, I took that on to the modern dance style. So I wanted everybody to see, like in, for, and Dick Clark gave me vehicles where I can put in street dancing, modern dancing, and a little bit of ballet. See, and then you're giving other people opportunities. Opportunities. That's, that's what I close out with is yes. you have the Demita Drill Foundation. Yes, I do. Um, a quote that stuck out to me on your website. But it's really Dancer Joe. Oh, Dancer, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Dancer Joe, Joe Foundation. Yes. Um, uh, you got, the theme is invest in our kids and mm -hmm. they will pay dividends. That's right. Because they did it with me when I was younger. When I had the opportunity to get a scholarship and I trained for, I started at eight, I ended at 17. So every day I was a ballerina. I was even the first black uh, uh, ballerina in a junior ballet company, the Los Angeles Junior Ballet Company, which we had to perform at all the different colleges. We, you know, USC, UCLA, all of them. And so I took my knowledge and moved it on. So I want to the foundation, I want to outside make money, if I can, <laughs> put it together and invest it. Go to like Lula Washington, anybody who wants to take a class at Lula Washington, I'm gonna give you, if I have the money, a year scholarship for you to take to be a, a dancer and she gives you modern uh, tap uh, all, uh, all kinds of dance movements and street. So I want to invest in you. I want to let it, these young kids know that they have an opportunity out there. It's great to have um, uh, what you call a, a idol and all these different shows, but you know, on television, right. The kids look at it, oh my God, they have made it. No, they haven't. They just started. They just started. <laughs> and, and they don't know they're getting so much more. They're getting foundation. They're getting foundation and, and learning who they are. Because in this business, if you don't know who you are, why are you depending on somebody to make you, oh, I think you should be in a shorter dress. No, I think you should be in a, no, who are you? They will change, right, because if you don't say, if you don't speak up. So I just want the kids to understand where they want to go, or they could say that, you know, I don't want to be a dancer. I want to be a journalist. But I wanted to give them an opportunity to check out, okay, dancing, is that where I want to go? Or 
Maybe I want to be a, 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 I want to learn about acting. Maybe I want to be this, you know, or like you. Maybe you want to interview, be on the news, and, and who knows, be speaking to Donald Trump. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Date number two. Because I had a mother that really wanted a child. That is important. That really is important. important. When you have that foundation behind you, when your family is behind what you're doing, whatever my mother, she knew when I was one years old that I just loved music. In the kitchen, she used to cook and turn on the music, not just dance. And she knew that I just loved, and I. And then uh, I started watching television, and you know, like Romper Room, Captain Kangaroo, uh, uh, um, Mr. Green Jeans, uh, 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 Buff, uh, what Engineer Bill, uh, uh, what, uh, something the Clown. Uh, 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 so anyway, I used to watch Romper Room. I'd be sitting, Mama would get me my little chair, and I sit there all day, and I look at it and look at it, and then I just made up my mind, I want to be on the show. So therefore, I would go in the back of the television and I'd try to pull it apart. So, and then my mother saw me going in the back of the TV. She said, no, 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 baby. <laughs> There's another way for you to get on. Wow. That, so <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to be on. I said, I'm going to be on TV. I want to be on TV. <laughs> That's all I want. I mean, even to see... Uh, the Supremes that were on uh, American Bands. I remember my hands went up, and I was the Supreme. Honey. I was Miss Diana Ross. No, she said, I'm in the group. I'm in the group. <laughs> excuse me. In my living room, I am in the group. Little did I know that my first, my my job in the street form would be Diana Ross. Of course, Michael Jackson called too. <laughs> Everybody was calling for Demita Joe Freeman. <laughs> so, but I never believe him on the phone. I always, like Diana Ross, I said, mm-hmm, who's calling? She said, Diana Ross. And I said, mm-hmm. Karen, get off that phone. <laughs> <laughs> and oh then she God. said, do I need somebody to say that I am really am, Diana? I said, okay, tell me what you did. Well, yeah, y'all can have and, what we got now. This right, you can look up everything. This is this is the old days. But anyway, by talking to her, then I realized, oh my God, that is Diana Ross. So, but it, it was wonderful working for her, uh, learning about the Motown, and then of course they loved me. So I started uh, in with Charlie Atkins. He was the choreographer for. The Temptations for uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips and and so many others. So I was right, but I was his apprentice a little bit. You know, I don't mind being an apprentice, especially you know, even when I uh, met Sidney Poitier, called them out of the blue. That's what I did. Yeah. I called. I read a, a variety. We have a Variety and a Reporter magazine that used to come out every day. For people in the show business, they would read it, that auditions would be in it and stuff like that. So I read that how uh, uh, Sidney Poitier 
and Bill Cosby, they were doing another um, uh, a movie. So I just sat back, looked in the mirror, and said, you know what, I'm going to call him because he doesn't know anything about me. He doesn't know I want to be in the show business. So I'm going to call him. So I called him. And I, of course, <clears throat> I'm getting my voice together. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, what is this inferring to? This is personal. Uh, so if I can, my name is Demita Joe Freeman. And if he's not too busy, please tell him to please give me a call. And um, uh, he, he knows me as a dancer, you know? And so therefore, in 10 minutes, I got a call back. And it was Mr. Sidney. And I went, oh, my God, oh, my God, in my head. I didn't say it to him. And I'm looking around saying, where's my, where's my notes? Well, I, I wrote it down just in case it recalls. But anyway, he asked me to come down. And uh, uh, he said he wanted to meet, because uh, he knew of me being a dancer on Soul Train. I said, you better be bad to be even Sydney Poitier knew me. So I went down there, and of course, uh, Shirley Ralph at that time, I didn't know her then, but they had a lot of people to be in the audition. And then I got confused. Am I supposed to audition or what? So I just told his secretary that, you know, I'm Demita Joe Freeman. He asked, she said right away, oh, yes, 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 come on in. <laughs> and I went, like, now? <laughs> Because there was at least 12 people looking dead at me. How did she get in there? And I just, like, okay. So I went in there, and, of course, he was very nice. And I told him that I'm a person that loves this show business, and I will be anything you want me. You want coffee? I will bring you coffee. You know, scripts for different people. I just want to learn. So he said right away, well, I know you're dancing. And in this movie... It's about these five kids, you know, uh, away with kids that have to meet because they used they did something bad, and uh, and so they are coming in to uh, teach these kids in a way life. So, but he said you dance, and then he looked at me and said, "I'm gonna put you in a show." I said, "You gonna put me in a movie?" And he said, "Yes." I said, "Oh, I'm in the movies." <laughs> You really can't touch me now. <laughs> I am in the movies. I'm bad. I'm bad. Jam on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, after um, he explained that I would go in and I would be dancing and, and, and so we see some of your movements and stuff. I said, really? I said, how long am I in the movie? He said, oh, no, you're in it from the beginning to the end. I said, I, 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 <laughs> you really can't tell me so when I went home, I was so happy. Oh, mama, 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 I'm going to be in the movies. Mr. Sidney Porter, he wants me. And at that same time, Shirley McLean called. Oh, now that, <laughs> how did you handle that? Because I'm sure there's dancers out now, there. Now, I did the same that. thing. I saw Shirley McLean. She was dancing on TV. She had a TV special. And I kept looking at it, and I said, I want to be a Shirley McLean dancer. So I said, uh, okay, how do I get in touch with Shirley McClain? And then I thought of choreographers. Uh, 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 Johnson, uh, uh, Alan Johnson was a choreographer. So I called different people where I took classes. Do you know Alan Johnson? Oh, yeah, he's in New York. He stays at the Mayflower. Oh, really? Okay. 
get the Mayflower's number, called him up. He said, yes. I said, my name, you don't know me. I'm a dancer. <laughs> but I'm in L.A., and you're in New York, and I want to be a Shirley MacLaine dancer. So he started laughing. He said, well, you definitely got guts. You're calling me. <laughs> and he said, uh, I have to see you dance. But right now, Shirley has her dancers. I said, but, but just in case somebody can get sick, you don't know. And so he said, okay, the next time when we go to L.A., definitely have you come and therefore audition to be in it. In a week's time, he called me and told me to meet and uh, be with Shirley MacLaine uh, for an audition because one of her dancers got sick. And therefore... You, said, you called it, too. Did so I call it? called it. She got sick it. right after the, doing the TV uh, uh, thing. So anyway, uh, and at that time, I was working with uh, uh, Dick Clark, and at that time, we were doing American Music Awards in Santa Monica. So therefore, wasn't a lot of money at that particular time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he was very nice. He told me I can go to the audition. And of course, that was lunchtime. I was hungry, and I also got me a hamburger real quick. And then I went to the audition, and of course, Shirley got me. Perfect. What's your shoe size? Eight and a half and nine. Good, you're in it. Wow. <laughs> and I went, I'm actually, so, at, so, so I was two girls and two guys. And when will I be performing? Oh, well, we have to leave Wednesday. Okay. Today was Sunday. Okay. But tomorrow, I have to do the American Music Awards, so I can't really rehearse. And then she looked at me. Can you really dance this whole dance number uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday? And I said, oh, yeah, definitely. It'll be, it'll be, it's like butter. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I was shaking like a fool. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, I get to work with Shirley McLean. Excuse me. <laughs> so I did. Tuesday, Wednesday, I learned some of it on the plane. And then we performed at the Kennedy Center. And who was uh, uh, out in my front? And the first thing I come out, I'm supposed to do, um, uh, uh, what's the, uh, not, uh, uh, let me get right to the point. You know, the sexy ladies that's in, you know, uh, if they could see me now, the Shirley MacLaine's movie. Yes. So I came out and I told him my coffee because I grind so fine. <laughs> Using that. I'm using that. And so when I looked at it, I was saying to myself, oh, my God, that's my mayor, Mayor Bradley. Oh, my God, did I just tell my mayor I grind so grinding coffee. And so he came backstage saying that I was so good and everything. And Shirley was so amazed, she told everybody that this girl is amazing. All the numbers, she has ten numbers in her show. And this girl learned it, started on a uh, Tuesday, learned half of it, and then uh, the rest of it on, on a plane, and then performed for, for everybody. And then everybody just clapped and some stood up. I said, oh my God, what happened? So I stayed with her about for six years. Isn't that amazing? But I love being with her because that was another side. I got a chance to talk to Sammy Davis. I got a chance to talk to uh, 
all these. I mean, Gregory Peck, hello, I'm talking to Gregory Peck. He did uh, To Kill a Mockingbird years ago. All these stars coming back and forth, uh, 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 seeing Shirley, of course, and uh, guess who her best friend was? Elizabeth Taylor. I kept looking, I said, do you know you got velvet eyes? She said, no, I didn't know that. I'm so glad you told me that. <laughs> and, um, and of course, uh, because of Shirley being an activist, you know, she was with, uh, at that time, Bobby Kennedy was alive. So therefore, Mrs. Kennedy was, uh, she called. And of course, on the phone, when Shirley said, oh, somebody get the phone. And so I got the phone. I said, yes, uh, uh, this is Shirley's uh, room. And she said, hi. The, uh, and she said, she's Ethel Kennedy. I said, I was still going, I mean, I couldn't see it. I fell on the floor. And Shirley oh, just God. kept looking at me. She said, what is going on? Oh, and I said, Grabbed the phone, she said, Ethel, my dancer <laughs> is on the floor. <laughs> what are you saying to her? She said, Nothing, I just said hello. And I said, Oh, God. But it, was, it, it has been a blessing. Many, many people, they, th they know that I've been in the business, yeah. but they don't know behind the scenes who I've been with the business with and being with so many different people. And I get a chance to tell my feelings at that particular time about our trials and tribulations, you know, about wanting to do, do things like that, you and know. In the space That's right. We want to be in show business. Like more oh, yeah. Oh. When, when they, the they were doing, yeah. when we had the uh, riot, uh, Rodney, Surely called the house. Uh, I'm living uh, over here in, in Malibu. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to come down. <laughs> and my mom be saying, no, 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 this area is black home. We, nothing's going to happen to us. <laughs> mama, mama stepped in. Right. And, but then there's uh, Cher. I mean, some people, Cher is very smart, very apt, and she, uh, we click so together. I, I lost me and Cher. <laughs> Which one, Cher? Uh, am I Cher or are you Cher? Or are, are you Demita? <laughs> but it was amazing to be with her, to be in the rock and roll world because that's who she had. She, and she was going with Gene Simmons at the time and learning all these people. And, and on a break, she will always show her gum. She said, so, what are you doing over there? You know? And then I said, oh, she's real comfortable with that. So at that time, the, uh, the, the, I guess you would say the director choreographer was Joe Layton, and I was assisting him, and I was also a choreographing for him. No, so Cher is now comfortable as being another person than herself. So therefore, the, uh, uh, my director friend, Joe Layton, stated that, hmm, we should have, okay, let's don't have Cher singing, take me home. Let's have a female impersonator. 
and we build up the whole stage. And I said, looking like she's coming out. And so who came out in the audience? You will hear this voice. So let's stop the show, because let's not share. I know it for a fact, for a thing. So she's walking down. And she said, so hello, everybody. So, you know, Sharon's a friend of mine. And, uh, sweetie, you better go because you don't really look like here. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, she's going to come out and do, your, do a number for you. But I am the opening act. <laughs> <laughs> so it was amazing. And so we put out this mismatch thing there. And, of course, on my side, that's where she's dressing. And I'm holding up the real mirror yeah. <laughs> so she can see <laughs> So all of a sudden, I'm a Hercules, too. So anyway, uh, uh, the show was a hit. So it was amazing to be with her. So I stayed with her maybe four years. And then, of course, uh, she did, um, uh, she, she went on and she did some movies. And her first movie was, oh, I can't think of the, the first movie, but uh, the one that she definitely won uh, she won an Academy Award, and that was so cool because I went over to her house and said, so what are we going to do with the Academy Award? She said, well, put it as a stopper right over there. <laughs> I said, you really want to hold up this thing? And she said, well, it's strong enough, isn't it? <laughs> so, right, so it, it was amazing. Yes. Yes. Unpolished and strong. I was around strong women, and that's what made me strong. As I grew in this business, I got stronger. I can really talk, you know. Like, um, okay, before American Idol, there was a show called Big Break, and it belonged for Dick Clark. So at NBC, we, of course, uh, have a contest, but you will have to see, if you're going to be Madonna, we're going to dress you like Madonna, you're going to have to sing like Madonna, the whole thing. So Dick gave the whole show to me. That's why here comes Spook to set by the door. Now you have, like, the director, you have this, uh, th these names, but they, some of them uh, went and uh, watched, you know, read the paper or whatever like that. Now, who was dealing with everything was me. So every time I look at Big Break, because uh, it, it came on twice, and uh, I just said, ooh, something I did. But nobody will really know. They'll know me as just a choreographer. But... Uh, but the people there was 500 people all the time. And so they see me, you know, going up, setting up things or whatever like that. And they know me as a choreographer. One guy said, the first day when I came, I could not stop coming. I have to see what you created. And I did. I had always had these dreams. I would wake up and I was, okay, uh, okay, like, uh, if we're going to do Michael uh, uh, Jackson, we're going to put uh, uh, Billie Jean in a screen, okay? <laughs> and then I said, we're going to have dancers and we're going to have the reporters around him dancing. So, um, but I want to pick up things and I will go to the light man. Can we light as he walks? And so there were certain things that we had to put down and we did it. But if you don't ask, you won't get it. So therefore, and everybody's always sat back 
if there was Demita gonna be there, Demita was running the whole thing, you know. But I will always put it down on paper and stuff like that, you know. And then they start taking my 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 my, my notes. <laughs> Yes, because in the beginning, I knew I wanted, I had some talent, and I wanted to be in that box. That's all I knew. Now, how do I get in that box without putting my feet in the back of that machine? My mother was teaching me there are other ways to get in that box. And that is going to take me through. I always do an affirmation word at the end. Uh-huh. And what comes to mind for me is value. Value. Well, one thing I always say, no matter what, no matter how low you feel, you've got to value yourself before somebody can value you. You've got to know where you're going or where you're from and don't give over to another person your life. Don't do that. You already know that you can hit this note. You can't hit that note up above because it's strange. So you start making it your own. You know, sing one level, go down to another, be a little different, move, have your movements, so whatever. But, I, but uh, just don't let another person tell who you are when you know who you are. Now, if you don't know you, you're in trouble. <laughs> Call somebody. Yes. But just watch this business. Who really lasts in this business? Who is that one wonder hit and never know where they are anymore? Yeah. So, I mean, but the people that know themselves learn, constantly learn. Learn by watching Diana Ross on the stage using her arms. I watched her stepping, uh, uh, the Nicholas brothers, when they dance. I mean, even, um, the, uh, uh, cause, uh, I was around, uh, step and fetch it, but even, uh, they had their hips, uh, done. So there's no more splitting or whatever like that. But, uh, right away they say, you use your hands. You use your arms, you give them the eye, you give them a look, and people think you were dancing. Because they saw the story. Right, right. I mean, being with uh, 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 Ben Vereen. Ben Vereen was an amazing dancer. People don't even know all those Fosses, and he was a Pippin. He was in uh, Shirley MacLaine's movies. Uh, I mean, the famous movie where they always hit like this. Okay, who was in the beginning? I mean, who was there in the top? Ben Vereen. So I wanted to be a Ben Vereen. I was just a happy puppy. <laughs> you know, a lot of those moves are still used today, like Sweet Charity. Yeah, Sweet Charity. That's Shirley MacLaine. That's what I was in. Single ladies, there you go. A lot of people don't and know that, and but that follows the current. Right, the right. When Liza Ray did Cabaret. Okay, you got women. Uh, 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 you see Madonna. 
You see the clothes that they were wearing. You see uh, 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 Bette Midler. Bette Midler used to come out with these little halters and stuff like that, you know, uh, a corset, corset. Yes. And, uh, but I'm just saying that, you know, you take pieces, you watch. I mean, Madonna, I admire her because she knows who she is. She may not know you. She doesn't know who, I mean, she doesn't. She can give you money and say, okay, y'all be a kid. <laughs> but she knows herself. And that's what, if everybody knew themselves, they, uh, they, I guess they would be here forever. Yeah, they wouldn't be searching. They, they will be creating. That's why today we're going back, in our commercials, uh, the songs, or way back in the back in the day, where they're searching because now they got these young people who are creating these different things, and they don't have a clue. They don't. They don't even look at old movies. They don't know. I mean, and see, I'm a movie buff. I watch everybody. Oh, I was doing homework. Demetrius gave me some homework. <laughs> I was like, who else? And who else? And literally for the past three days, I've been on YouTube, I've been looking up art, and then I go into a, a rabbit hole. See, that's what I do. Stuff, and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, anytime I'm, I'm working, I mean, of course I knew all about Sidney Poitier. Of course I knew. When I worked with Bill Cosby, remember they had a big Cosby show? Okay, I did one of those. Uh, of course, I had to learn every dick clark i will go in the back i don't care if, if i have to go to the library you know and, and and look up look them up but i look up everybody i mean myrna lloyd she was um, the thin man uh, uh 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 this play that i was in uh platinum uh sponsored by uh paramount and Joe Layton was, uh, and I was the choreographer, but I was also in it. I was a, uh, uh, and so we had like Cheetah Rivera's uh, daughter played in it. And of course we had, uh, um, I can't even think of the name, but I'm just saying, they're of that 1930 movies. And they were hot. They were number one. So when Myrna Lord walked in and said, hey, how you doing? I went, Thin man, where's, where's Astro, the dog? And she looked at me and she said, you know Thin Man and Astro? I'm, yeah, uh, definitely. And, and this guy, um, of course, he would go to the dinners and, and sit down. And this guy is a producer, director, and he wrote. And, uh, and he was asked, so what's your favorite movie? And I said, mine, mine is with Gary Grant and Leslie Crone. They were kind of in this petticoat thing, and he looked at me, and then he looked at his wife. He said, "Did you put her next to me?" And I went. She went, "No." Or, and so I said, "Oh, it, I'm sorry. Did I hit a nerve?" He said, "I just produced that. That that was in the '50s." And I'm going like, "You just asked me a question. Which was my favorite?" And he said, "Oh my God." <laughs> so and uh, uh, at that time he was directing Bill Cosby's show. So therefore, it's like, where have you been all these years? <laughs> I'm going, I'm right here. Y'all have your pen and paper <laughs> as y'all are listening to this. Um, you just gave away so much, like, valuable knowledge. Like, yes. And it's so important, like I was telling you on the phone the other day, I want to give the pioneers their flowers yes. now. Yes, you know? while they're alive. 
you know, no and then we know yeah. talking no and giving talking a, an opportunity to tell their story because each of them has a fascinating story to tell about being in this business, how they been in, how they were in this business, what did they cry about, what did they laugh about, you know. You have to know all of that in order to stay in this business. Right, to see the outcome. You. There you go. And then with that, that and I'm talking to you and I'm learning so much about I mean, it went from me looking at just admiring you from online. Oh, I've been, I've been watching so you for sweet. a long time. I'm like, Tamita Jump in. You don't know who the And you know, I'll throw a hissy fit. Like, you don't know who the Look it up. Do your research. So, this moment for me is amazing because I'm like, I see, I can see, I'm learning more about my. Self yes. Through you and you, your experience. And you keep doing yes. it and you keep interviewing and you keep doing your research. Because if you want this business, they're not going to get that kid off the streets. No. They may give that kid an opportunity. But you still got to work your and try to get into to the business. They're, that's why they call it business. You know, their show and then there's business. And you got to know your business. Right. Marilyn Monroe's not here because she was taken. And everybody looked after her. And Marilyn Monroe, people thought that was, I'm looking at Marilyn Monroe. No, you're not. You're looking at a character called Marilyn Monroe because her name is Billie Jean. So, but people, she did it so well being this character of Marilyn Monroe it tempted so many men that they didn't see her. They never did really see her because if, because Billie Jean, this is what Billie Jean really talks. This is Billie Jean who's really, but this is Marilyn. Marilyn says hi. I mean, hands go up and, and she just loves her hair and she stretches, you know. The real Billie Jean would not do that. But I'm just stating that's what an actress has to go about finding themselves because she lost Billie Jean because so many people saw Marilyn and she's had to stay Marilyn so long that right so she had to maintain the album. Isn't that? So now you know why she had to uh, take her pills and all that stuff. But, uh, but anyway, I'm just saying, you know, pe uh, uh, the, when she was married, you know, uh, they loved her, but there was still a Marilyn Monroe there that they want, not the Billy G. So. Yeah, I'm too. And that's why it's important to be yourself because then you're allowed right. to be themselves. Or you gotta you gotta take the makeup off. Take that makeup off. And then become yourself and then sleep well and then when in the morning put that makeup back on. Right. Well eliminate anxiety, mental health, yes. you know, and, you know But then you gotta know yourself. Yes, you gotta know yourself. And it's really hard to know yourself because the environment. Mm -hmm. That's what but this is where you, some kind of acknowledgement within yourself. I, you know how people will say, okay, I was beaten up, my daddy used to hit me, my mama, and then all of a sudden, something snaps, and you just say, I don't have to be them. I'm going to walk away and be something else. Now, that snap within, I wish it was in everybody. Mm -hmm. But it can be. 
if they listen. If they listen, yup. Listen, read, nothing. Be yep. Be curious. Be curious. Ask everything. Be I don't curious. Care. And that's what I'm saying, you guys. I know I'm. I was talking. I'm, I'm 32, so mm-hmm. I'm like in the middle. So I'm like. I'm at the age where I'm, like, I'm not afraid to ask questions. No. Like, what, what is this? And people don't, like, when I went to your event, nobody knew me. I made friends there. <laughs> They're like, girl, what are you talking about? I'm like, hey, I'm here. You know? But I, I built, started building relationships. That's right. Like, Alpha Omega. And I told him, I was like, I want to be, um, I want to volunteer. Can you teach me how to walk? Like, I kept, t- and he, and I kept, like, how you said, keep going. Keep be going. In be in their me, face. He saw me. Then I went down the soul train line. At the event, at uh-huh. Camelot event, and he's uh-huh. like, "I don't know you can dance." I was like, yeah, yeah, "I didn't put that part in there." I said, "I told you I want to learn how to act. Like I'm being serious out here." So through you, I, I'm creating relationships right. with people who I admire, who I value, who because I'm a I'm an old soul. Like you're like, "Bro, why do I just listen to yeah, old me too. I'm an old soul because. Right. And I love song. classical music, yeah. but I didn't learn that until I became a ballerina. We had a pianist that did classes. I, I never thought about uh, having a, a recorder and just put it over there and play music. Are you kidding? Get a pianist to play because of the music. I mean, I learned all about Chopin and Beethoven, uh, uh, Tchaikovsky. I mean... All of them. And just to sit there in ballet, it's almost like meditation. So so therefore, I mean, everybody, you know, you will cross your feet and you will sit there. You'll be quiet. And then you get up and you do the dancing and stuff like that because that's another world. So you learn that world. And then I went into a louder world. That was the soul trade. That was the street dancing. And it was like, oh, my ears, my ears, everything's so loud. <laughs> so I had to adjust. But I take a little bit of that and put it over here. And I, everything I did, I always just took a little of whatever I had and, and, uh, and put it over there. And created. And created. Right. And nobody can do that. Right. Ain't nobody got it like you. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to Dance Rhetoric. Um, I just, huge thank you. I'm super honored for having you on my episode. Oh, and and I want to thank you for the candy and the flowers. Oh, that's what she gave me. She gave me. It's good candy. It is. Now we're Uh, eating it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, You guys take notes. I mean, she just dropped all sorts of knowledge (laughs) on us today. I did my homework, and it really enlightened me just in the past three days. So thank you again. Uh, Love, peace, blessings. And soul. (laughs) She said love, peace. When she said that, I was like, in a minute, here it comes. (laughs)